The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. There have been reports today that Dublin City Council are reconsidering pedestrianisation plans for new civic spaces in the capital. Uh, they say they're going to examine whether some traffic, possibly taxis, will be allowed into these zones at night to provide passive surveillance. Uh, with me to discuss uh, Catherine Stocker, Dublin City Councillor for the Social Democrats and Connor Skeen, columnist with the Sunday Independent. Uh, Connor, I'm not sure if we can still call them pedestrianised if taxis are trundling through them, but does this make sense to you? <laughs> Hello, Kieran. how are you? Um, as ever, the, the wise distinction. Uh, vehicles are vehicles and uh, things like cars and taxis are not that easy to separate. So we, we tend to do too much hand-waving and saying we'll have no cars without differentiating exactly, as you say, that things like taxis do two jobs apart from carrying people around is that they act as what's called eyes on the street, which uh, professional uh, urban designers regard as critical for pedestrian safety. And also they pick people up as close as possible to venues. Most police you talk to will tell you that the row always happens between the pub door and the taxi door and to make that distance as short as possible is what guards say is it's a good thing it's a good thing so uh, tell me a little bit about the the passive surveillance of the eyes in the street argument how that works mm. i mean what 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 exactly would the presence of a taxi driver dissuade somebody from doing it's a general thing um where it, there's rarely one taxi. There's a half dozen of the proverbial and sexist, able-bodied men watching something going down up and down the street. So there's a sense on the street that you're being watched, and being watched is well known to be something that deters antisocial behaviour. Uh, all over the world, urban designers uh, try to make sure that there are, for instance, residential areas looking in on area, on places, or that you avoid places with blank walls, no shop fronts, no uh, eyes, no windows to see a bad mm. thing happening because bad things happen uh, when they can't be seen. The, the civic spaces we're talking about in Dublin, though, I mean, they're not mm. 200 metres from Pier Street Garda Station. Uh, is, is there not a more obvious version of surveillance that could be provided that would dissuade people from antisocial behaviour? Well, as I keep saying, uh, you know, if your answer to every question is a guard, you just ask the wrong question. And uh, the short Well, the question I'm asking, though, is about antisocial behaviour and public public order offences, which are breaches of legislation, criminal breaches of legislation. I mean, if your guards are not the answer to that question, Connor, I don't think you know the answer. It begin, I do, and I'm very clear on what the answer is. The, the answer is a sense of public safety, and a sense of public safety has two ends to it. The person who is likely to be involved in antisocial behaviour has a sense of licence that they can get away with stuff, and they're told that by the walls they're tra- passing that are covered in graffiti. They're passing an area that's full of broken public furniture. They're passing an area with shuttered up uh, shops that have been spray painted. So that's sending a series of signals on the one hand to the bad person and on the other hand to the good person to stay away. So the good person uh, taking the train or the bus into town at night, the first thing they do is they arrive into the filthiest, by far the filthiest part of the city centre uh, mm. that is that is uh, treated that way. So it's, that's critical. You catch, it, you catch the word licence uh, at the beginning and licence, the pub licence is the very end of it. Uh, the sense of licence to misbehave is the beginning. Uh, I mentioned Catherine Stocker is with us as well, Dublin City Councillor for the Social Democrats. Um, Catherine, uh, passive surveillance isn't a new thing. It hasn't been dreamt up by Dublin City Councillor for this. So Connor's right on that on, on that point. I mean, it, it, it is a phenomenon of urban design and should it be taken into account in terms of these civic spaces? And in that regard, are taxis the answer? 
So, uh, Kieran, you're absolutely right. Passive surveillance is not in any way a new idea and it is very important in terms of safety in our cities, in our parks and all of those kind of areas. Um, But Connor speaks about urban designers and there are very, very few, if any, if we're calling them urban designers, urban planners uh, in the world who would advocate that cars or taxis should be what are providing passive surveillance. We create passive surveillance by creating a fun, vibrant city full of activity, full of cultural activities, full of nighttime activities, daytime activities that welcomes children and families. We create passive surveillance by making our cities enjoyable to live in again by making them areas that can be residential areas for families as well. Um, I I think to be perfectly honest with you, the idea that cars are in any way the answer to safety or rioting concerns is is farcical and it's it's worthy of Waterford Whispers news or Dr. Harold news or whatever it might be. It is literally ludicrous. Um, So yeah, that would be. Is there not some legitimacy to the point Connor makes that most of the rows will happen kind of between the taxi rank and the nightclub door and the closer one is to the other, the less likely they are to happen. Uh, I I really don't think so. I think, you know, you're talking about a very limited range of situations where you might have problematic antisocial behaviour as a result of drinking. I think there are other ways to manage that. If we look at the kind of nighttime strategy for the city, um, you know, uh, the pubs closing over a series of hours rather than all at once is one way to manage that. Uh, having activities that aren't centred around alcohol is another way to mm. manage that, more cultural activity. Uh, creating spaces where people are out in the public space and in the public realm, uh, acting as that passive surveillance um, is, is another way to manage it. But also, as you have said, we need more visible policing. You know, it's it's not rocket science. We need Gardy. I was in town with my daughter there on Friday night and for the first time in a long time when I was sitting having dinner with her I saw two guardy walk past us twice in the course of that hour uh, so that has obviously been stepped up and needs to be stepped up but it's it's mm. you know it's been missing definitely. Uh, Connor, maybe I should have asked you at the outset uh, the, the, the problem that you are trying to forestall is, is it one of antisocial behaviour at particular times? Is it at night? Is it post nightclub closing hours? Is it at all times of the day? The anti, excuse me, the antisocial activity is the symptom. What I'm trying to address is the causes, and the causes are things like drug-related activity, alcohol-related activity, and they are the things that end up producing the requirement for security. So that's, that, that's the yeah. whole point of what I keep saying is please address causes, not symptoms. Okay, so, I mean, taxis don't address the, 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 the cause when it comes to drug-related activity. What, what would address that cause? The cause of drug-related activity is that there's threefold. One is uh, that the whole activity becomes professionalised and normalised. And by by normalised, I do not mean that taking drugs gets normalised, but that it's not regarded as some completely unexpected failure of the city. People are attracted to the centres of large cities, and when they go there, things like drug dealing tend to increase. So the professional way to deal with it is to have professional areas where these people can be treated, that they're not clogging up A&Es, that there are places that are provided by professionals who provide 
the security, who provide the medical and the social attention. My office is on the quays, right opposite uh, City Council, and the lane behind my office is one of the biggest shoot-up zones in the city. And uh, what you see mostly as somebody like me who works and lives in the very heart of it every day of the week mm. is most of the guards' time is spent being social workers. People have these extraordinary delusions about guards uh, as being people who are going around uh, uh, frightening people off. Most guards I see every yeah. day of the week are human acts of kindness, bending down, talking to this person on a first-name basis, uh, waiting for the ambulance to come, and the weary am- ambulance driver gets out and also says, hello, Mary, hello, Patrick, and uh, that's what we're trying to do. So if have, you want more policing, yeah. free up the police from that work. And, and have we just been too hands-off? With Way regards too hands-off. To, okay. That's the bitter lesson of those... West Coast cities in the United States, a bitter, bitter lesson that they, they put it, they handed it off to volunteer groups, lovely people, well-intentioned, but utterly clueless about the complexities of running a city. And that's yeah. what they bitterly regret now. Catherine, have we been too hands-off? Um, I think we've made lots of mistakes in terms of the city. I think one of them is not opening the safe injection centre on Merchants Key Ireland, which has been in the works now and delayed by multiple objections. I think the solution to addiction issues and antisocial behaviour caused by addiction issues is investment in addiction services, in youth and community services, providing multi-annual guaranteed funding to those kind mm. of services so that they can Completely plan and agree. deliver Completely for the communities. I, I I have to say, I think this suggestion around kind of you know, cars providing passive surveillance or rejecting pedestrianisation, which is cross-party support in Dublin City Council and is a really positive piece mm. for uh, for for our city, um, is very cynical. I think, you know, it's a very, very spurious argument that's using fairly horrific and tragic events to um, advance a completely unrelated agenda. You know, and I think that the, that particular problem has many solutions. Cars are not one of them. Well, well, this is what Dublin City Council are considering. So as a councillor, I'm sure you and your colleagues will be discussing it uh, in detail. Catherine, thank you for joining us. Catherine as Stalker, who's a Dublin City Councillor for the Social Democrats. Connor, thank you as well for your time. Connor Ski and Sunday Independent columnist. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.